In a country where 60% of the population is below the age of 30, the age of maturity lies below 10. Does that sound like a troll or is it the truth? Some wise people said, cynicism is the power of accurate observation. Now as content publishers, it is not very uncommon for us to get trolled. Just the other day when I was blissfully enjoying my Diwali break from bus talk, I was going through the potential topics that I would bring up in the upcoming episodes. And I wrote an article on LinkedIn which got heavily trolled. I fast forwarded the topic trolls which was to feature later in the episodes because that's something that is happening to everybody in some shape, size or capacity. If you agree, you get trolled. If you disagree, you get trolled. People seem to have a very diverse point of view. While a healthy debate is perfectly fine, when does it cross over to being a nasty troll? In this episode, we will do a bit of a role play and go into the mind of a troll to share as honestly as I can to have a counterpoint of view and then share the other side of the story as well and see are we even capable of having a healthy debate or is there so much anger that trolling is the only form of expression that one can express to get heard, to get noticed on social media. Hello and welcome to Bus Talk, a podcast about your work-life balance or the lack thereof, where we do simple talk in the world of complex commentary, the life around work and sundry. It's for those who need support in strife, stuck in the traffic of work life, hoping to find a method to the madness, joy in sadness, clarity in confusion and sanity in this commotion. Welcome to Bus Talk. As I was blissfully enjoying a short break, thanks to Diwali, I was sifting through some of the topics I wanted to discuss post Diwali on Bus Talk and one of them was trolling as social media commentators or any of us who comment on social media get trolled in some shape, size or form no matter what you say, whether you agree or disagree. But the question that remained in my mind is what is trolling versus what is reasonable debatable feedback or a debatable point? What is a good healthy debate vis-a-vis what is a nasty troll and how do you draw the thin line? And so before I thought I'd do this over a period of time, but it got fast forwarded <laughs> owing to a article that I wrote on LinkedIn. Now I'm going to role play this a little bit. So bear with me on the commentary. First, what I'm going to do is going to share the point of view of this particular person and the commentary around it. Then in the second part of it, we'll share my point of view on as a response to that commentary. And there are no judgments to this. There are no right or wrong to this. Uh, the point is, somebody once said that cynicism is the power of accurate observation. And someone also said that somebody's chicken is someone's burger. Right? So you take a call on what seems more plausible. First, let me set the reference to context. In the long weekend that just went by, I read about 10 posts seeking a job. These posts had some common elements to it. These were SOS posts, save our souls, we are in distress kind of signals. So the common elements or common components were 
A, they needed a job as app. B, they were going through intense financial difficulties. And C, it was usually attached with a provocative headline. And so if I were to sum up my interaction with this particular person over LinkedIn messaging, it goes something like this. The person says, do you have a suitable role for me? And if yes, then say yes. If no, then say no. Why are you giving gyan? Why are you redirecting me to a podcast? That was the statement. Of course, the person went on to rant a long way past that. But that was the net. The content was only that much. That if you can give me a job, give it to me right away. If you can't give one, then don't give gyan. Gyan as in knowledge. When I wrote an article based on this interaction on LinkedIn, it too had some commentary around the similar responses. You know, a couple of people responded and saying, well, what's wrong with that? If someone's hungry, they need food. They don't need a podcast. When someone is in desperate need, they need a job. If you can, if you are in a position of power or authority where you can give a job, then just give the job. Why would you want to redirect them to a podcast? Sounds logical, sounds justifiable, right? And the compassionate country that we are, when such SOS posts are often post, posted on LinkedIn, they get a humongous response, right? You get like 15,000 likes, 300 comments for better reach and other expressions and so on and so forth. Now, let's take a moment to understand and decipher and dissect how this would have panned out right just let's indulge me right bear with me when i just spread this out lay this out on the table for you to better understand okay so this person random person comes to me and says can you give me a suitable role stop right there what is a suitable role why am i supposed to know what is your suitable role how do i know who you are we have never worked before i have no clue what you're good at what you're not good at and so on and so forth that's one part of the problem. Second, you are asking me to give you a job. Assume that I had one. Okay. Is that, were you the first applicant for the role? What about the balance 300 people who might have applied for the role? Do they not have a problem? Or should I think that their problem is lesser than your problem? Would that not be unfair to the set of people who waited their turn? And why should we forward your resume, fast track your resume, bypassing the 250 or 300 people who waited for their turn? Basis what? And situation three, assume, I mean, what are you assuming? That there are 300 openings out there just waiting to be filled and you just chanced upon it and yep, instant gratification. Come, please do this role for us. I don't know which rock you live under, my friend, but it doesn't pan out like that and give you a little math behind it. Think of the analogy which I shared earlier. 60% of this country is below the age of 30. If you extrapolate that to say LinkedIn, for example, there are roughly around 64 million profiles on LinkedIn. If 60%, which is 38 million of them are below the age of 30, then they qualify under zero to five years, zero to seven years of early careers or early workers, early stage career workforce. Now, the question that you need to understand is, did the industry or the market have 38 million jobs 
introduced in the last six months? Chances are no. It seems unlikely. So what happens? There would have been, say, I'm just taking, and I don't have a scientific data-backed analysis to give you this example, but I'm just giving you a hypothetical example at this point. Assuming that there are a million jobs that got published in the preceding six months, what happens to the balance 37 million? Well, they didn't get a job. Now, the question for you to think is, how is it any different from pre-pandemic era, say 2019, 2018? Did we have a similar situation? Answer is yes. Why? Because in India, we always have had the problem of the plenty that supply always exceeds demand for a tier one organization advertising for a early career role there are close to 1200 1300 applicants which means for one job you have to get past 1200 people so when that one person gets the job the balance 1199 people don't have a job now, it's incredibly frustrating when they keep applying to such roles and keep getting rejected, sometimes not even being interviewed, right? They don't even, they just apply in the morning, get a regret mail in the evening. Yes, it is unfortunate. Yes, this it's something that you and I can't do anything about. But for anyone to expect that the leader can do an instant gratification is wrong at so many levels. It's to assume that the leader is just waiting for you to apply and say, wow, uh, what a great profile. I was just waiting for you. Yes, please walk into the organization. It defeats the purpose of compliance. It defeats the purpose of organizational policies. And it is also being insensitive to the set of people who've been aspiring for that role much longer than you have chanced upon. Why would you assume that the moment you reach out to this leader, they would instantly open up with, welcome you with open arms and say, yes, I was waiting for you. No, it doesn't work out like that. That doesn't mean that they hate you or they do not respect your situation. It does not mean that they are not sensitive to your situation. What it merely means is that they already are in contact or aware of situations which are more immediate or present in front of them, which need attention over and above entertaining your case. Now, if you go back to this person's counter argument, the person said, well, if you don't have a job, just say no, I would go elsewhere. Now, to that, I would say, how does that solve your problem? Because you would repeat the same. Is it like a spray and pray thing that you're trying to do? That I will reach out to 30 leaders, one of them will have a job for me and I'll walk in. Is that the understanding? Right? So think about it. What I was trying to do is to share the best ways to work around this tough situation. It's not about disrespecting your current situation or difficult situation or being un insensitive to your current situation. It's about equipping you to handle it better. Yes, it is in the form of podcast. But to assume that I'm trying to show off on by way of podcast, my friend, I don't need to do that. I'm not doing this for showing off the gyan that one has accumulated over the years. It is more of a gesture of gratitude that I have learned from my leaders, from my experience, and 
experiences and sharing it with many other people who perhaps have not had the privilege of experiencing so many di diverse and different situations so it's not about showing off it's about sharing and caring right and to assume that a podcast is a waste of time that is your immaturity it's your lack of uh, appreciation of someone's earnest efforts why because if you really hear the podcast and it's linkedin connections part 3 that's the name of the podcast get a, it gives you eight points on better ways to connect with leaders to look for jobs to understand the psyche of what goes on it only makes you aware of the realities of better leveraging this platform and once you are better aware of the realities you stand a slightly better chance of if i could be in a situation situation where i could give someone instant gratification and misery thereafter versus tough learning but happiness ever after i would always choose the latter why because if you give someone the fish they get used to getting instantaneous fish but if you teach them how to fish then they become self reliant self sufficient self aware which takes care of them over a period of time now yes it might sound a trifle insensitive or very hard core practical but in times of crises you want to rely on practical advice vis-a-vis -vis instant gratification which does not really solve the problem i don't want to extrapolate too much into your financial difficulty or financial situation my question is if you had better financially planned prepared then perhaps you could have better handled the crisis yes there are exceptions and you could be one of them given but by and large most people who are reeling under debt traps owing to emis people purchasing much more than they actually need they have misplanned their finances and their needs they have gotten sucked into this consumerism and capitalism if you will which is now come back to haunt them to bite them when there is crisis time for those who have exercised discipline caution be it a credit card purchase or a emi purchase or any of those kind of purchases they are slightly better equipped to handle the situation that's all there are exceptions where people despite their good intentions and great planning and great everything land up in unfortunate situations agreed but for a random stranger to approach another random stranger and assume that they would be completely aware of your you being an exception is a tall ask and come to think of it when was the last time you checked upon your colleagues friends acquaintances who are going through deep trouble deep shit at this point in time just because they have not sent out an sos post on linkedin or any of the social medias why have you not checked on them and if they have not raised an sos request does not mean that they are not going through any problems but they are finding ways to deal with it why don't you go talk to them and ask how are you dealing with it instead of seeking instant gratification so having a positive attitude under a difficult situation is a test of character having a poor attitude when your back is against the wall 
leaves an impression that this person will not fare well in the longer run as it were the net of it is having a poor attitude costs more in a career than having less skills you know assuming that the leader can only give you or add value if you if that person can give you a job is like saying i'll only appreciate water when i'm thirsty when i'm not i don't care about water and finally i'd also apologize to this person if i have hurt your sentiment the idea and intent was certainly and clearly not the idea again as i repeat is to help you tide over this difficult time in your life owing to some of the tips and tricks that could help you better reach a new job not to misdirect you elsewhere unfortunately when someone is in a disturbed state of mind they do not see reason and logic i'm guessing years later when you are perhaps the vice president or ceo or managing director of an organization and very successful you'll probably reflect on such times and say maybe you perhaps touch overreacted and i for one will not hold it against you we'll meet someday somewhere years down the line hopefully and even if we don't i honestly and truly wish you well you might perhaps appreciate this bit of gyan as per you much later in life it's a bit rich when such people reject the so called gyan which can help them find jobs and then troll to seek jobs when in trouble don't you think now look i'm all for support and help it's human yet as professionals we need to bear in mind that there are 300 others who's who have a similar ask so how do we solve for such a problem and a word for those who came in support for such wrong attitude please understand there is a reason why mediocrity breeds mediocrity because it makes it sound so logical and so fair there is a reason why escapist blame my fate fatalistic kind of an approach sounds so believable when all it needed was better common sense yes like i said before there are unfortunate exceptions which face tough times despite the right efforts but one can't say that for everyone you build bridges when you don't need them when you're not desperate about them someone's lack of planning or financial discipline cannot be a reason for extended compassion by the network in general i know it's hard but it's true it's as applicable to you as it is to me and to assume that you are the only person going through shit is a trifle unfair to the wagon loads of people who are going through so much of trouble over a period of time so the next time you troll somebody take a pause just give it a thought what are you trying to say try and be a little neutral try and be a little humble and polite and seek help and advice in the neutral possible way point me in the right direction is a much better approach than can you give me a job there is no problem in disagreeing with whatever that i said but you don't need to be a nasty abusive troll and express your point of view you can simply state your point objectively and then leave it at that if the person understands the person understands if they don't you move on we all need to understand the difficult 
time this pandemic has brought upon us. Yes, there will be a few lucky ones and few unfortunate ones. That's how it has been even before pandemic. And so if you are one of those who has got the wrong end of the luck, then I wish you strength, courage and mental peace. That's the best one can do. If there is a need for you to understand a little bit more in terms of tips and tricks and better equip yourself, do please reach out. I'd always try and be of help in any which way I can to the best of my ability. And finally, please believe that this too shall pass. Time does not hold still. If you have come to this situation, you will go through this situation. Yes, it will require a little bit more resilience, patience, but you will pass through this situation. It can only get better from here on. So hang in there and look forward to a fabulous 2021 through 2029. Remember, when your back is against the wall, the only way to move is forward. And that's about it for this episode of Bus Talk. I do hope you had a good time listening as much as I had sharing these thoughts with you. And if you did, just scroll below and find other episodes of Bus Talk. Share it with others who might appreciate similar content. Here's the good news though. If you had any specific questions or want me to cover a specific topic which matters to you, send me a note on my email gyanban at gmail.com which is G-Y-A-N-B-A-N-N at gmail.com and I'll include them in the subsequent episodes. Or you could leave me a voice message using the link below. Reach me on my social media handles on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Hashtag G-Y-A-N-B-A-N. That's Kyanban. Or you could go on to podpage.com forward slash bus talk. That's B-A-S-T-L-K. So be sure to tune in next week. There's a fascinating episode coming right up. And till then, stay safe, stay well and bring your A-game to work. You were listening to Bus Talk and I'm your host, GB. Peace out.